Hello and welcome to the Freaking Awesome, where we discuss the things we watch, listen, play, and read throughout the week. It's Monday, November 14th. I'm Benjamin Abaya, and joining me today, you can find them protecting uh, Vibranium from the world's greediest corporations and governments. Or you could watch them on their YouTube dating of uh, the YouTube dating series, their YouTube <laughs> series date night. Uh, <laughs> you, you should be <laughs> yeah. a dating series. Now. Uh, please welcome John and Audrey Baya. Hello, hello. <laughs> I like that. We should we should because I don't think we know how to date anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should figure out how to give do like that. actual dating advice while you're playing uh, advice to each other. Yeah. Like, no, John. no, no, to the <laughs> listeners. Like face? what what the do the the red flags, the do's and don'ts. Oh, to wow. each other, though, right? No, okay. <laughs> we're to. just airing out our grievances. <laughs> yeah, about yeah, each yeah. Other. What worked? What didn't work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that time, 12, 13 years ago? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also joining us, he is the creator of the Million Dollar Underworld zine and our official designated guest when it comes to Warner Brothers films on HBO Max streaming service, Joel Barber. Hi, um, I'd like to fix that. I'm no longer the official oh. uh, response. I was let go in the Warner uh, oh, Discovery merger. Oh, oh, I'm sorry for hearing oh. that. I'm sorry to hear that. You, you're you were one of the people that were let go, huh? You were like the yeah, yeah. I, I was first out the door. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it sucks. <laughs> but I like uh, to well, say. Apple Plus, Apple oh, TV. You're right. okay. <laughs> so you're our designated. Okay, we'll change that. Uh, Joe is now our designated guest when it comes to Apple TV's content or films and television. Oh, he's, he's going to watch that Ryan Reynolds movie with us, right? The with, uh, yes, yes, the Spirited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. No, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm actually uh, scheduling a podcast episode about that. So uh, you'll be our guest on that. Uh, yes. Now being yes. hired. But congratulations and being the uh, Apple TV. Congratulations. Yeah. Apple TV. Uh, we're, person, yeah. we're more than Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, John, name two other shows on oh, Apple TV. The uh, Se- Severance and okay, then, okay. Uh, Jason Momoa, I or Blind? I C? forgot. No, C. C. <laughs> I. It's just I. I Blind. I thought you were going to say Servant. That's why. Oh, um, yeah. I can always forget that one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, speaking of Apple TV, it's part of our weekly roundup where we're going to discuss Bad Sisters. It's a television show on Apple TV. Uh, we have a handful of films, Basket Case, All Quiet on the rest- Western Front, The Handmaiden, uh, The Slumber Party Massacre, and this little mobile game that's always been brought up, it seems like, uh, in this podcast and other podcasts, Marvel Snap? I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's a <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, we conclude the episode with our main discussion, which is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. But before all that is our trailer talk. Our trailer talk this week is Mind Cage. Sculpting. Sculpting you. Did you realize how crazy you are? Unreservedly insane. He struck again. That is a clip of the trailer Mind Cage. It is uh, directed by uh, Mauro Barella, Borelli, starring Martin Lawrence, uh, John Malkovich, <laughs> and Melissa you know, you know uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll, I'll start with Joel because uh, this uh, this the trailer we, we decided this trailer like literally like five to ten minutes before we recorded. So this trailer came out of nowhere. Uh, it comes out in December 16th. Uh, but I'll start with Joel. Uh, what's your thoughts about the trailer? All right. So I'm going to do the compliment sandwich. Um, <laughs> I, 
I, I love to see Martin Lawrence in things, especially it's been a minute since I've seen him in really anything. Uh, Cause I, I, wasn't he in that saw movie spiral that came out a couple yeah, years that's ago? Chris that's Rock. Chris Rock. Okay. Chris Rock. Ooh, yeah. That's not going to help what I'm about to say. Uh, <laughs> I, this, this almost feels like the trailer Maybe because it has Martin Lawrence that I think of him as a comedy guy. Like this would be like a thirty rock parody. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the title is terrible. But your mind's in a cage and it's trapped. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> like, uh, um, it gives me shades of I, I was on for this movie because it was an HBO Max movie, uh, the Denzel movie with uh, Jared Leto and oh, yeah. um, oh. Mr. Oh. Little Things, Little Things, something Little Things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what this is giving me vibes of, and I didn't really in didn't hate it, didn't enjoy it. Um, this looks like something once it shows up on Netflix. I will watch because it's got John Malkovich in it. He does a good performance for how much money you throw him. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, not going to complain about that, but this feels a little latent for Martin Lawrence's career to be doing this kind of movie. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I'm not paying to see this. <laughs> I feel like your hesitation tells a lot yes. about this movie to, for all of us. speaks for all of us. Um, how about you, Audrey? What's your thoughts? So when I first saw this, it it feels like story driven of Silence of the Lambs, but mm. also the visuals of the cell. I don't know if you remember that. Oh one. yeah, that, yeah, that's actually yeah. a good uh, because of the sculptures. In yes, the, yeah. and I really I really enjoyed the cell for the visuals and like the story. Silence of the Lambs. It's been out for so long, and you see it so much, it feels. Um, cliche i guess but just looking at that trailer too uh john malkovich is just like acting circles around these people so i don't know how how well it's gonna if like like it will feel like almost like a parody are like, you gonna cheer for him the whole time probably. like i hope he yeah, wins yeah, yeah, yeah. it's his character from uh conair was it conair that he yeah has it's conair yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, like I think he's different from conair but oh what if he just playing the same guy in oh every, in every it's film? A yeah. he's got long hair now um yeah, it's it it seemed very much like just a remake, not a remake, but somebody else version of Silence of the Lambs. Um, but the sculpting, or the, not the sculpting, the the murders mm-hmm. uh, looked very pretty, very nice. Um, and I guess yeah, they're just gonna find out who the copycat and find out that the copycat is them. I don't know. The, the sculptures sort of remind me that it could have been from like a Brian Fuller, yep, Hannibal uh, television yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like but you know, it, it's something there. Like I, I agree. I, I probably wouldn't go to a theater to go see it, but it, if it pops up somewhere, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on. Be fun. How about you, John? Uh, if Audrey's watching it, I'll be watching it too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> By default, you have to. Yes. You walk um, through the living room like a. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, I'm echoing everyone else' thoughts about it. It, it just reminds me of like a film in that universe of like red dragon and science of the lamb like if this is part of that universe and you meet uh what's her name's character in those films uh clarice clarice darling yeah yeah, yeah. clarice darling. and then i was like oh okay this makes sense like i won't be surprised she's like, the daughter of something. yeah yeah <laughs> but i know they won't do that but it's just you know watch either uh, have you all watched spiral 
The one with uh No. Okay. Did you watch it? You you told me there is a very uncomfortable scene in there that wasn't necessary that <laughs> Yeah, it's kinda uh, like in the ending. But uh it's almost feels like spiral. Like Martin Lawrence will be tied to it somehow with his partner. Similar there's a similar plot line in spiral where Chris Rock partner is in is involved with the plot of that too. Uh but yeah I can see this doing that like when Saw does this type of song, the very ending, the reveal song, I always call it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can see this doing that where we find out the the partner of Martin Lawrence is either going to get killed by him, the John Malkovich character. Like somehow he escapes from an elevator or something that's similar to mm-hmm. <laughs> Sansa Lab or something. Uh, but yeah, uh, if watching, watching this, I, I'll be watching it. I'm, if I'm, deciding like if i'm going to do it my own i probably will never watch this film (laughs) (laughs) um i'm probably in the same boat with everyone i like joel said like in the beginning especially there's like this weird uh you could tell it's like a green screen effect they were using while they were driving yeah Yeah, yeah, the car scene i literally thought that oh this is going to be like a parody of uh spiral like this is going to be the because even the, the title mind cage Sounds like a uh, uh, what do you call it? like a, a parody a movie type of thing. Type of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, um, scary movie, whatever. <laughs> like you take the two obvious words and uh, to describe what's happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then it wasn't, and then <laughs> I feel like I feel like everyone's in a different movie in this film. Like it's, mm, maybe yep, that's yep, what yep, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have this theater actor John Malkovich who's you know doing his tr- you know hamming it up still too, but doing his best, and then. Uh, I feel like Melissa Roxenberg. I feel bad for her. I feel like probably this is like a role that she is she somebody because I don't. I, I have don't no idea. Her. Like, uh, <laughs> look at her. She's well known for the Diary of Wimpy Kid. That's what uh, she's well known. Oh, she's for. in the Wimpy Verse. Yeah, the ten years ago, <laughs> the Wimpy Verse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe then, our kids know her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> should have showed this to our uh, to uh, your kids. Yeah. 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 See how they feel. This is, you should have told them that this is a continuation of the diary. Oh, the she's growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's what happens? Oh, this is weird. It, actually, she has two ro- different roles in the Diary of the Wimpy Kid. What uh, time you do that? She's probably like a background character. That, mm. <laughs> that's interesting. Um, but yeah, I probably won't. I probably watch it if it's like on and just like you know, uh, be on my computer at the same time. But uh, yeah, I, I probably won't watch it. It's interesting that. Uh, is John Makovich in that space now in his career where he's just gonna well, let's see what his like last movie was? Cause yeah, because all because all his scenes are probably done on the same day in one location. He just shows up. He probably didn't. Oh well, no, he's bald, right? So that's a wig, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know that's probably his beard, you know. And then I'm done, right? Yeah, that pro- yeah. <laughs> that, I think he lives in France now, and I oh. could be wrong. I think he had one of those like I owe either taxes or an ex-wife. <laughs> oh. Like it's one of those actors at the end where you go, "Huh, you're in a lot of these movies that I've never heard of." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, it's a Bruce, not like Willis, Bruce Willis style <laughs> yeah. where it's like we find out he's acquiring for you know family or whatever. But this just sort of feels like my rate is this. You meet my rate, cool. I'll, I'll be I'll there. Up, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like in 2022 alone, he will have about six movies out. So. Oh, whoa. Yeah. yeah, he's trying to pay something off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've never heard any of this, actually. White Elephant, Chariot, Shatter, The Survivorless, 
Uh, and no, yeah, none of them. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be out on VOD and theaters December 16th. Um, so yeah, we might talk about it. We might not. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, moving forward, this is actually something I'm interested in. This is going to be in our... Oh, wait. I, I, I forgot the theme song. Our weekly roundup. Was that on there, Joel? When you, no, no, no. So I had another one. This is the other version for this month. Wait, hold oh. on. Okay. Oh yes. Yeah. Turkey, turkey. Oh. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm not gonna do a gobble, gobble, not me. No, no, no. <laughs> what was that? You when you say turkey. I know, but you should have uh, gobbled. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> no time. It's, uh, that's a uh, thing in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that is a weekly roundup. We're gonna start with Joel. Uh, you've been watching something actually I'm interested in because I saw the trailer a couple weeks ago. But uh, what is Bad Sisters? All right. Um, before I say anything, I want to say a special shout out to my friend Prince in San Francisco because he was the one who turned me on to this uh, before I became an official, uh, unofficial uh, Apple TV Plus rep. Um, <laughs> it is a story about four sisters and how one of them is married to possibly the worst human being on television and how the rest of her sisters uh, attempt to murder him. And it is a dark comedy that um, does this nice trick of being really going like setting up with the macabre type like hey are we gonna kill this guy type humor to the end where you have some real emotion there so it's not all just like ha 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 that there's real weight behind it um it's a hopefully just a one and done miniseries i don't know how you can uh come back after the final episode um it's a show that I'm I'm here to talk about, but I'm also afraid that I might jo- jump right into spoiler territory. So uh, if we have any questions, I'll be very, very light on them because uh, this is a the only person I was talking to about this was Prince. So I, I'm very afraid to go, hey, and this what happens and this what happens. <laughs> but um, I'm also terrible with names. It's uh, it's got a, a lot of British actors that I, you've, I've seen before, but don't know their names. Uh, hot, like very well acted, uh, a lot of twists and turns, and the last two episodes really do have a strong emotional core that makes you go, "Oh, okay, maybe I was kind of a jerk for rooting for some of these things." And <laughs> then there's, but they always find a way for you to make you hate the the husband who you know who, from the first episode you know he's dead, so it, it's a it's a thing of like. Uh, flashback and present and going back and seeing each one of the sisters actions or failed attempts to murder him and um, and whatnot. Like I said, it's very, I'm still, I think I finished it this week. So I'm still a little on that. Like, how do I talk about this without spoiling it? But <laughs> highly recommend. Uh, I want more people to see it because everyone in the cast is phenomenal. Uh, the guy who plays the husband I've never wanted a character to die, even though I knew he was dead from minute one. <laughs> oh, wow. <okay. laughs> and I was just like, I want this guy to die so much that um, he deserves all the praise. I mean, everyone in the cast does, but definitely if they're giving out, I guess, BAFTAs or whatever the British equivalent of mm-hmm. like, Emmy mm-hmm. is, that guy's got to win it. Because I there were 
there were many times in my this 10 episode run where I was like, I hope this dude dies. And then I had to remind myself he was dead from the minute we saw him. So <laughs> uh, that's John Paul Williams. who's played the, 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 the... I actually I've, I feel like I've seen that face before. He has like that British face. You seem like he's been in a bunch of British. They've uh, all angular jaw. Yeah. Very, that thing. As oh, if he's he watched... in, uh, the last um, version of Dracula from 2012. <laughs> like, if you watch BBC America, if you yeah, watch yeah. Uh, <laughs> anything that ends up on like um, like Amazon Prime or whatever, you end up seeing all these people that I went down a rabbit hole where I was like, where do I know this person? Stop. Wikipedia, like Internet Movie Database. Like I was just like, oh, I know this person from here. Here, the the co-lead from like one of the Amazon prime shows that I cannot pronounce. Um, she's the, I was like, Oh, that's from there. One person was on Luther. So it's all faces that you all recognize. I'm just terrible with names. And they're probably also all probably played a character, minor character in a doctor who series. Probably at one point. I mean, at this I'm point, assuming. I don't think you're a British actor if you haven't done. <laughs> yeah. Doctor you know, doctor yeah, who, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was interesting, what like kind of, pique my interest is because of uh there's a character that wears an eye patch and i always wonder like it's it's an interesting choice to have a character wearing an eye patch that's not like a pirate what because like I, i'm curious like how it's not a time she, piece <laughs> yeah, no, that, how she got like the eye patch like, oh there's I, I an entire episode yes yeah yes, yes. she got the <laughs> eye patch and yeah. there is two episodes it's the ep- that are there's a whole subplot with the eye patch that happens and i was like oh man i know what she wants uh the the husband is the reason why she got the eye patch no spoiler there yeah but um there's something in that subplot that happens at a paintball uh game well, okay that i was <laughs> like oh uh, like i almost stopped and went is this worth watching anymore not in a negative way but there's a it's weird to go from that moment to humor and they balance it out where it's like seriousness. Like it's spaced out very well that I was like, Oh, okay. That I don't know if I could go from that moment to ha ha ha. Here's a joke about this, that it's, I, on a, on a writing standpoint, I'm very impressed by how they can balance the, the, the drama and the humor in this, that it's definitely something when I put on my writer's cap, I'm like, I guess I'm going to steal some like ideas from this. Like yeah. I'm very impressed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to probably watch it most likely. Uh, Highly recommend. And it's that. only like, is it 30 minutes or, uh, uh they're all about like your normal, like 45 minutes okay, show okay. Yeah, or about an hour. Um, high, it's 10 episodes. Uh, I, I was doing it cause it's week to week. Um, uh, now the whole thing is done. You could binge this in like a weekend and hopefully tell others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Apple TV has a lot of gems in there, but it's just not a lot of people subscribe to Apple TV. So I uh, I would say the biggest problem with Apple TV is like if it's not Ted Lasso or even though the show's garbage, uh, the news like was it the newsroom or the morning uh, show? The, yeah, the morning show. Yes, yeah, the morning show. No one's talking about it. Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. slow horses that I really thought was like, oh, people should be watching this network just for this alone. And I'm having to 
of like I became that annoying friend. Like, so if you have Apple TV, forget Ted Lasso, watch this. And I'm not bagging on Ted Lasso, but that's what everyone talks about. So yeah, mm. and that's why you were hired as yes. Like, so <laughs> yeah. Good job, so, good job. Yeah. Those... Be the guy at an annoying party. Be the annoying <laughs> yeah. guy at a party. <laughs> I do that a lot with this uh, servant, um, which is an Apple TV uh, <laughs> uh, show. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's on Apple TV. Watch it now. Ten episodes. I feel like I, I could probably uh, do that with, probably within this month. I think uh, it has like dark humor too, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It is. If I wasn't, if I wasn't laughing. Uh, there are a few moments where I was like, I think I might genuinely cry. Oh, nice. Aww. Oh, wow. Okay. I love that balance now. <laughs> so, I, uh, yeah, I will watch it. Um, moving on, to Audrey, what have you been doing? It looks like you watch a couple movies. And one one is a remake, uh, a classic remake, I guess you could say. And one is an uh, older movie. Uh, what have you been watching? So I'll start with uh, the uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. I think that's on Netflix. Do you guys remember having to read that in high school? No. Um, I saw the original movie. Yeah, I saw the, the original movie. So, <laughs> in high school? Like as part of like school curriculum? or no. Oh, in high school? No. Yeah, like English no. class? I swear I'm the only one. I swear we had to do this in English Yeah, class. I've never. When you told me, so we, I didn't watch all of this, but when we started watching that and you told me it's a book, I was like, oh, I... For a moment there, I thought this movie was like a horror movie. <laughs> the way oh, the it, horrors of war. Yeah, the yeah. horrors of war. <laughs> uh, but I was like, I probably got in like ten, one hour. I think I watched. If that, you, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like a two, two, two thirty kind of thing. It's very, it's a very dense movie. It's, um, it's, it was really good. It was very emotional. It makes you hate war and guys and stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But it's about, it's about. Uh, from the German perspective in World War One, um, uh, I mean it's not a spoiler, but they 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 didn't win. But uh, <laughs> and it's it's basically all just about the front. I didn't realize that the Western Front was uh, a, I forget where it's at, but it's just like it's the front line in the war was literally the same place during the whole time, and they were just fighting for like they said like for eight meters of land at a time, what? basically this whole time, and like over seventeen million people died. I think on like in total, wow. not just on one side or the other. It was, it's very, very tragic. Um, it's basically, you know, um, showing from like a young, a young kid's perspective of like being like very patriotic and then getting there and realizing that it's not all that it's cracked up to be. <laughs> but um, uh, I just thought it was, there are some uh, parts in there that were very, I think very poignant and very, uh, articulated very well like there was a lot of just like not talking but just like seeing the uh the the terror on people's faces like there's one point where uh one of the soldiers thinks he's going to get ran over by a tank because he's in the trench and then the tank is going over the trench and he's just screaming and screaming and screaming and you just feel really bad that he might die he didn't die Mm. from that but he died from something else (laughs) um uh the uh the I think they're all um, German actors or something like that. They were re- I don't recognize anybody. One guy looks like Ron Weasley. One guy looks like the Spider-Man guy that, <laughs> that didn't get all the Spider-Man movies. One guy, the German guy that's like not the head of the German army, but like the particular, maybe the leader of the battalion that we're following, um, looks like Dr. Robotnik. So I thought that was very strange. Um, I didn't know that was a real style of mustache where it's pushed back up and all frayed so i thought that oh, was, oh yeah that yeah style, no, he mustache, really looked like yeah. him he was bald and he had this mustache pushed did back. you need the glasses or did he have the glasses? he didn't have glasses oh. now um but it, it was very emotional and there were a few times i cried and uh 
it was, but it, but it's really, it's a good movie. There, what's that other one that came out? That was a military one that like where they followed, like they had the big long tracking shot that everybody liked. Or something. Uh, 1917. Is it 1917? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Is that, is that, is that World War One? That's around World War One. Yeah. Some of that might that be, is, yeah. Yeah. yeah that is World War One. Yeah. Um, uh, Are you gonna watch that after this? Like, no. complete the no. World War One, <laughs> my World One saga. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but it, it, it was really good. Every, every, the acting was really it was good. Everybody had good um, uh, emotions. They were uh, to able to to express Convey. it. Yeah, yeah, could express it and feel it without even really saying much, sort of thing like that. Um, yeah. So if you want to be sad and mad at people for like war and stuff, you know, it feels like heard... you need like another movie after this to cheer you up or something. Oh yeah, yeah. So oh. what I did after that was <laughs> I looked for a, a horror film uh, that wasn't about <laughs> that wasn't about real real horror, but fake stuff. Uh, so I don't know. How, oh, I know how I found this. What was I listening to? I was listening to. Oh God, what was I listening to? Oh, so on uh, the Earwolf Podcast Network, they had like a little short series, a little horror series. I forgot what it was called, but they had a guest on there, John Gabris, who does, he was talking about another thing of a horror film that he likes. And they were all talking about this movie called Basket Case. And the way they described it there was pretty interesting. So I found it. I think it's on Shudder. It is. It's on Shudder through AMC. Well, I saw it on Shudder through AMC Plus, so it was hard to find. Um it's uh, it takes place in the eighties. I remember this. <laughs> Did you have you seen this? I've I, never I seen I've, it. I've seen like I remember it's played. I don't know what John and I've been watching in, when we were young, but I remember these scenes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, it's it's in like nineteen eighties New York. It's I've I've seen this. You seen it? Yeah. 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 We've, the the we've the seen scenes I think this, it's yeah. a really good. Uh, creature design and not good as like oh it's amazing but good that it's it's so bad that it's so great sort of mm-hmm. thing it looks the creature design is very much like you remember when you were a kid and you had those little finger monster puppets the little wiggly ones that oh yeah on the little arms with the arm just yeah. like on like the head or the torso yeah that's what you the put pre- like five of them on your finger yeah and yeah, yeah. Like, ah, have a know. little conversation yes, with each other well, no, it's weird because like during this time i think it was when I, for some reason on TV, I don't know if you've seen David Cronenberg's like Naked Lunch. Yeah, it's like, around that, that time. Naked Lunch. Of, Naked Lunch yeah. yeah, a lot of Wait, Naked Lunch was on pay- free TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know how John I think, and I watched this. Like, it's either yeah. it was on HBO, but we watch a lot of just stuff on reruns. It like just kept on playing. Like Naked Lunch is one of them, and The House was one, and Basket Case was probably one of them. Yeah, when I saw oh, the images, right is one the gate? Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. It's just all I these like very like practical effects type of yeah movies yeah yeah, that we yeah. yeah it was yeah it was really good um, it's basically like a twin story an evil an evil twin story uh, or you know maybe one, that's why we watched it no. yeah yeah <laughs> you know the so. scars on the left side sort of thing and you're like oh it's you you're the evil twin um, and they're basically getting revenge on doctors that you know were involved involved in their life before. Um, uh, I always like to see New York portrayed from the 80s because my idea of New York now is like, you know, a cultural mecca or like, you know, cool and fun. And back anytime you watch anything from the 80s, it's very like gross and disgusting sort of thing like that. Um, The acting here, I, I don't know how to describe it. It feels like these people are in like 
not an elementary school play, but kind of like a like maybe maybe it's like your eighth grade production of something. So like you understand like kind of the the idea of acting, but you still haven't gotten there yet, sort of thing. Um, there's one lady in here. She's a doctor, and she's kind of like the a, doctor, like Doctor Who. No, just no, 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 the doctor, no, the, doc, the doctor's a woman. Uh, uh, she's she's a, a Sigourney Weaver type. If, oh, if that okay. helps yeah, to describe yeah, yeah. it, you know, um, and she's acting and she's projecting, but she's not looking at any of her co-stars. She's and but she's not looking at the camera either. So she, you think it's like she's a theater actor, something. And then I'm like, is she looking at someone over their head? I, th- I think she's looking over the head at people. Like maybe she has like a hard time looking at people to talk. Um, but it's almost like when you see like in movies when blind people are portrayed and they're kind of looking at when somebody they, uh, but like not at like they don't know where their face actually is when like a person who isn't blind you mean yes oh, yeah, 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 yeah yeah um so like there you know there was that and then and then the one thing i liked about it too or the one thing that made me want to watch it uh, how it was described on a previous podcast uh was that if everybody in this story has a monologue like you, you, you could be the a lady walking down the hall, and you can stop, and you get to describe everything that's around you, and why you're frustrated, and why you hate New York, sort of thing mm-hmm. like that. And I thought that was amazing because I was like, I want to do that. I want to go be in a movie, and like I'm like an extra, but I get to I, I get to express how I feel and why I'm in here in this situation. I don't just have to like uh, just sit and back and have like a slice of pizza or something like that. <laughs> um, uh, and then after I watched it, I found out that it was like a trilogy. I think. And I don't know how to like. Well, I don't know how to watch the other one, so I'm really excited because I, I feel thought, like you could find a YouTube um, version somewhere. No, like, someone I gotta, I gotta, well, it's all like shrunk it into like 25. percent Yeah, and, uh, oh, yeah. backwards reverse. Yeah. Um, I love the 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 way the how do you say the special effects or the uh, practical practical, pra- pra- practical yeah. effects. It was like you could tell it's a uh, it was a puppet, and then it was uh, claymation at some points when it was or stop maybe not claymation stop motion maybe is a better way to say it, uh, when it was just the creature by them by themselves, sort of thing like that. It's that same thing like when you have like a when you're a puppeteer or what is that person? A ventriloquist or something, sort of thing. Where like you uh. you're you you're acting, but you have your other friend here, like and you're holding them, but you're holding them in like oh, a way you think that, that doesn't look like you're actually mimicking them, sort of yeah. thing. So there was a lot of that. So I thought that was cool. But I think everybody's um description of things or how they describe their whole experience as they're living it i think is really awesome i want to do that i think that's fun it feels like a little like a middle school play sort of this thing. looks fun mm-hmm. to watch it reminds me of you ever watch troll 2 like no <laughs> no i haven't seen no. troll 1 so i won't it's, see troll 2. supposedly it's like the worst movie a uh, good movie i guess you could say like yeah. a, it's a cult classic that's how i feel like this one is it's really cool okay yeah, this I, I looking th- through uh, Google Images. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting yeah. uh, stuff on here. This yeah. could be like a uh, like a prequel to Malignant, like the kind the of. It, you know what? Yeah, you know what? what? It actually, I, yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It Malignant is. is just like the you know the bigger budget. Even that didn't have a big budget, but like you know, what I mean, like an upscale version of. This one, what, what and the, if- a- the 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 ADR in here, or like the sound of the sound design, is really amazing. Like you could be up, let's say, let's say it's a three story house, and you're at the top of the house, and you're sleeping in the middle of the night, and then all of a sudden you hear a, a sawing, a sawing sound, 
and you hear it as if it's in your room, but then you have to follow it all the way down to the basement. And but it's but it, the sound doesn't change; it's the exact same oh. sound, and it's clear as day all the way from your three story up house all the way down to the basement where the saw is. And then you find out that it's not even a saw, like a hand saw; it's an electric saw. So they use the wrong saw sound. Sort of thing <laughs> oh, like that. Wow, so that was amazing. I love that. The, the person who did the foley was like, "Oh, oh this God. is what we have." In, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He went outside right and sawed a piece of wood and like that was it. We're going to yeah. use it for like 20 minutes sort of thing like that. It was great. I it is it. my dream to make like a movie like this where it's like you you know you don't have a budget but you just try your best to mm-hmm. tr- you know improvise and yeah. just try like without being you know people judging you about it. But yeah, I, I love like movies like that where it's like it you great. could tell like the, you know shoestring budget and I mean the first Evil Dead is like that and it's, yeah. it's yeah, really yeah. great. Yeah. So you watch that where again? <laughs> like, uh, I think it's on Shutter through AMC Plus that I saw it. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but the sequels are not on there. No, it's on other like because we have Roku. We have to like hate it when they do so, that. Like, you have yeah. to like download some other free <laughs> yeah. app supposedly or something. I don't know. But I like I, some now streaming apps. I notice that when there is like this one movie that's coming out, say like Scream, that there will be the central app that's going to have all the Scream movies now. Like you don't have to like. Go to Amazon oh. to watch part three and HBO Max to watch part two. Like now, like there's this area, uh, like a you know place where you can find all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, too bad that I don't. I feel like it's harder. Probably distribution rights when it comes to like low budget horror movies. Probably because a different production well, company. Did, uh, had yeah, that. well, this one in the beginning, it had like some t- a title card that was like this mo- film was saved by the whatever whatever production film. Like, like saved? Something. It's I, think it's, I think it's saved or preserved or something like that. So like, okay, it's maybe like, preserved more. Maybe, yeah. I swear I it's in the Was it a part of Martin Scorsese's um, world? Yeah, it's part of the criteria. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Joel knows what I'm talking about. It's world on the, it's on that criteria collection. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be for like how to do a great great film i'm surprised like someone that's in like the horror genre like a direct like say like sam remy's not doing what martin scorsese is doing with like foreign films where he's gathering and preserving yeah. horror movies that I... probably want. yeah see it's well somebody I'm... was and somebody did for this film and i'm yeah. very thankful for them say, wasn't the guy who directed like pan's labyrinth wasn't he doing something like that of that nature or am i just oh um... guillermo del toro yeah oh i think you are right i think he, yeah. that is what he was i remember this too uh i won't reach that shit but i, I take your word <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing where I, like horror is not really my genre, so I'm like I'm vaguely have an idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that that's Basket Case on uh, Shutter and All Quiet on the Western Front, which is on Netflix. I was gonna say with All Quiet on the West, I heard good great things about that. It's movie. really it's, yeah. it. It was really good. I I, think, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. I forgot what uh, German. I think Germany. It's Germany. Yeah, it's, that, it's Germany. they're gonna. Um, that's, I think that's like their. Um, they're pushing it as like an Oscar film for foreign best foreign film. Oh, oh I, th- I think that I think that would be a good. Yeah, I think they're not wrong. For um, moving on to another, I guess we were talking about foreign films earlier. I, I, I watch a foreign film uh, from South Korea. Uh, it's part. It's one of the films from my one of my favorite directors, Park Chan Wook, who directed Old Boy, uh, the Vengeance series, like the trilogy. Um, why? Why can Why am I <laughs> thinking of other movies? Huh. Directed Thirst. Yeah, Thirst, which is a underrated, uh, uh, you know, vampire Dracula movie. I feel like people should watch. Oh, um, 
but yeah, so he he's he has actually a movie coming out called Decision to Leave that's that I haven't watched yet, but I've watched all his films prior to that. Uh, the ones that he written and directed mostly. I don't uh, the ones I've he written only. I haven't watched all of them. But uh, it's Handmaiden. I don't know if you guys heard about this film. Oh, uh, the one that's on uh, Amazon Prime? Yes, yeah. Oh. I, I've seen this like image everywhere uh, on there. Uh, so it came out 2016. Uh, it has sort I don't want to say a controversy around it, but there is this, uh, there is a lot of talk about it, I guess, when it first came out. And then now it's because mm-hmm. it's on Amazon Prime. Uh it was really difficult to watch if, if to find a watch to, like prior to like uh, you had to like you know buy the film or but now it's on amazon prime so i i, I now i got the a reason to watch it because i didn't know if i was gonna uh purchase the movie or why not um but yeah so it is i don't it's actually a hard film to describe because it, it first it's a psychological thriller but it takes place during the time when uh japanese occupied korea so oh. it's you know I forgot what year really quick it's the like eighteen nineteen tens nineteen forty fives it looks mm. like um, so it's during it's taking place during that time so it's a period piece uh, and it's based on this novel by Sarah Waters called Fingersmith um, I don't know what a fingersmith is but I, now now saying it out loud it, it kind of uh has a double entendre i guess you could say yeah i'm gonna let you finish <laughs> yeah yeah let me finish this one but i hear imdb probably has like the best description about it that i won't give it away um but i'm i'm a huge fan of um um but i'm trying to find the imdb but it, the description of it is a woman is hired as a handmaiden to a japanese hieress but secretly she is involved in a plot to defraud her um if you know park chan wooks uh, he loves like twists and turns and uh he loves you know a lot of violence in his movies um but i would say that this movie is very sensual and it people do describe it as uh, erotic i, I, I yeah right. yeah erotic <laughs> um, oh is that where the fingersmith comes into play yes so yeah. it does deal with these two women who uh, sort of like fall in love with each other, but because it's, it's is this is this them portraying women through a male's perspective? Like, is this like so? There is like this male gaze uh, <laughs> yeah. that I always question, but there's more to the story because I think I was reading um, a bunch of stuff because I was curious, like, how do they make this film without? Because it's you know it's 2000s. Well, it's, this was 2016, but like knowing the fact that people understand what the male gaze and whatnot and uh how would you direct this if you're a male director but he actually got a lot of um uh what do you call it like support not support but like um what do you call those consultants i guess you Mm, could say that mm. consulted him like how do you direct these scenes like these very lesbian uh, scene or intimate yeah lesbian scenes and uh, he actually shut down like i was reading he was he shut down like when those scenes happen he shut down all the whole set and it will only be like a handful of people it will be uh mostly women to make them feel comfortable in the scene and he would That's ask good. them prior to these sex scenes like do you feel comfortable like you don't have to do this type of uh situ- situation so he tries to make it as comfortable as possible and then they you know they both agreed and whatnot and then 
there is like if you watch the movie it does get in a little i think because the movie has like dark humor and if you watch park chan woo's uh park chan woo's like other films it does in the territory of like kind of comedic and kind of brutal like i don't know if i'm supposed to laugh at this sometimes uh but with so those what kind scenes, of person are you huh <laughs> what kind of person are you for laughing yeah, at yeah, that kind of yeah. thing <laughs> but i feel like there's this like the, the intimacy in it it feels real and it feels also like too um excessive too at the same time yeah. it feels like he's going for arts or like an art you know artsy way of directing but also like yeah this this i don't think this is how two women who are, who are making love will be like like because they, mm. they, they yeah i don't want to spoil anything but that's like that that's like the scenes that people talk about but the story overall i feel like everyone should watch this if you like a good like um con movie where oh. the twists and turns are come out of nowhere and then like they set up certain plots in here that pays off in the end uh, I think that's like the enjoyment of this movie is that it's because of the uh, you know the 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 con artist side of it all that it, it, it's it's like a fun film uh, to watch if you could surpass like you know those sex scenes. <laughs> um, I, I would say just fast forward it if you don't want to watch them and whatnot. <laughs> they're, they're they're like more like soft core. Like not like hardcore. Is it like so. fuzzy? Like there's like a filter, like a little, nah. a little cloud. No, filter? no, 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 no. Uh, uh, he he tends to, his cinematographies are always pretty good. Or it's actually great. So he like you know it's nothing. It doesn't seem campy or anything like that. Oh, okay. he, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I I commend all the actors in here. Um, uh, Min Kim Min Hee, Kim Tyree, who plays the two women who are in love. Uh, there's like this sense of he best describes it in the or they described it as like it's uh it's like um a two it's like a puppy and a not a puppy a kid and a puppy falling in love i guess you could say oh. <laughs> yeah like there's this innocence in them that uh that's, is it like uh, with the older and a younger type of type of thing too no like- so like the the handmaiden I don't think she's like young in the sense of a teenager, but she just looks young. Just because what is that called? The ingenue like type of thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would. I know what you're talking about. It's like, um, what do you call that? The um, that one movie, um, "Call Me by Your Name," like that type of. I don't know if you watched that movie. I didn't. Okay, <laughs> I get it. But like the 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 uh, the lady lady, I forget her name, but she plays a little bit older. But I don't think that much older. Like. In in if you see them in real life, they're only like probably eight years older, eight years apart or something. Oh, like okay, that. yeah. But I think because of the their facial features, they just look young. That's why. Mm. Um, but yeah, there I I I recommend it uh, if you like um, a good thriller uh, from Park Chan Wook. Um, but looking forward to his other movie that's coming out too. And I watch on Amazon Prime for those. I don't know if you guys are fans of Park Chan Wook. Yeah, I am. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. haven't watched this one yet, right? No. Okay. So it it was a I think this is one of those movies that Amazon like bought from like like the <clears throat> the American distribution rights. Yeah. Because it's yeah. been on Amazon Prime for a while. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I'm telling somebody else's story. Jesus from Jesus and Mara when they were still on Vice. It was like, yeah, I took my mom to this movie. Oh, no. <laughs> we were like, we thought it was going to be like this uh, artsy foreign film. And his mom was like, yo. And so I knew that story. And I'm a big fan of this guy's work. 
uh, but I was living at home at the time, so I've never seen it. And now that I've moved out, I forgot existed until now. That <laughs> it, it was like, oh snap! I have I need to see that. But seeing his other work from uh, like Thirst, there's sexuality there, but it's also done in a way that it's like, oh, you can't if you're getting turned on by this, it's a little weird, dude. Like, <laughs> So I'm assuming it's... no, no. It's there's a, there's actually one particular scene that's very intimate that's like okay. lovely to see, but it's also like <laughs> lovely very to see. Long. Like it's, it's like a four minute, uh, four yeah. to five minute. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the, like uh, it's, it's kind of excessive scene? to me. Like, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but I, yeah I, I I think I remember that episode. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was like that. Yeah, that was back then. Okay, so like one, I think I, one thing I could say that could probably pull you in this film is that it's 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 kind of weird because there's layers to this film. It's the movie has this plot about the male gaze in it that the male gaze like uh, is too um uh over the top i guess you could say in in, in this film too uh, because they do there is a scene where you watch males watch a woman and then it's like that's a commentary on that but it's kind of weird because it's a director who's a, a, a male <laughs> that's also commenting on that but i think he's trying to subvert it too at the same time um but there's it's weird is that there is this whole plot about you know betrayal and twists and turns that that come that's really really well done that i i would that i think that's the part part i want to sell when it comes to, if you want a really thoughtful uh well not thought uh like uh you know it's thoughtfully well out uh movie about cons that i would say even in his worst work with i believe it's stroker there's still like quality things yeah there I, that um I, I, I'm gonna I actually I was gonna say JSA is probably his worst work, yeah. but I'm gonna say it's Stroker because <laughs> that thing dragged. But now nah, he's always a good director who finds pieces that are challenging, mm-hmm. mostly challenging to a this, his, his films don't feel like a first date kind of thing. No, like, no, 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 no. no. Uh, this Are is the, a the closest one is that robot one. Um, I forgot what is it called. Um, I'm a cyborg, but that's okay. Oh. oh yeah I've, I've never i've um, heard that too and never seen I that like I've that's seen what was it i think you did watch it audrey I think yeah I did. How did I watch but yeah it? that's that's one of his rare he he's only like when it comes to him as a director writer and producer he only has a handful of those where he the decision to leave the, the pro the film that's out right now that's one of them where uh, i feel like that one's more uh has a people say like that one's a little bit more toned down when it comes to his work so we'll see I, you know honestly i'm gonna see it like even though i've dragged my feet well i lived at home so i wasn't gonna put on handmaiden uh but <laughs> um i'm gonna see all of his stuff like he's definitely a director that uh when i was, was living in korea i kicked myself for not seeing those things like i, ha- I was like i had to leave korea to find out this that he existed so mm-hmm. he's always on my radar um so i'm looking forward to the things i've missed and this new film that's coming out yeah but yeah that's uh the handmaiden i recommend it um uh, moving on john uh you also watch something that's a little bit older um <laughs> so my mind's way older i think yeah. before i was born you can say <laughs> Um, Mine was 82. When was yours? 82. Oh, okay. So we're both the same. Cool. We do the same thing separate <laughs> uh, from each other. Probably the same, same like genre too. So I watch a, a slasher film called The Slumber Party Massacre. Um, this is the first time I ever watched this. I've known about the series for a while. I know there's like 
several films and a remake that came out last year, I think. Uh, that's one of the reasons I wanted to watch the series because I've heard the remake is really fun. So I started watching this uh, on, uh, what is that? Screenbox, I think, mm-hmm. another <laughs> uh, streaming <laughs> horror app. Uh, so I didn't know what I was expected. I know it's the 80s, and then I know how that genre to the slasher ones are in the 80s. Um, and I think I uh, I enjoyed it. Um, it's 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 odd to see a slasher film where the person's like a regular human being that isn't wearing a mask, and then you know, every time you see this person, this person's going to kill someone. Like it's it's odd. Like this person can like be walking around in the neighborhood, no one will question it until when in the, in the shadows, especially here where during a slumber party that he starts killing. Like there's no like surprise. Like you don't need to be surprised at like. Like how scream like who's the killer or whatnot or you see intimidating figure like uh, Michael Myers and those type of film. This is a regular dude with a fire drill, and then you can like stop him. So that's uh, the whole part when they are fighting off the 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 guy. Uh, you kind of like oh they can probably take this person down. And then throughout the film, uh, they you see it like is like, oh okay. They have a fighting chance. Like all these characters, even though uh, they're not prepared, they all have a fighting chance. And I thought that was surprising about the film for me. Where I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm always going into these films like, oh, this person's dead because they did this." You know, the the tropes of rules of horror movies. But here, I was like, "Oh, not expecting who will live and who will die." And I thought it was like, uh, just, just, just not fun. But it's like interesting to see that. Uh, one thing I didn't expect how there's kind of bit like a little comedy in here like dark comedy especially the when you see the perspective of the killer <laughs> what his uh not motives but uh say like you killed there's a scene quick spoiler <laughs> uh somebody was spoiler. massacred yeah several people were was massacred. There a party? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> was there sleeping did anybody sleep uh there's several people have been massacred already in the film and then he's Figuring out where to put the bodies. Oh, yeah. This is <laughs> oh, I, I, I showed Aji. I was like, this is kind of funny. Just like to see the killer trying to figure out, yeah, I put like two people here. I have room here, but maybe I had to put them here. And just to see that sequence, I like started laughing. Was, like, so this is basically <laughs> how they got the idea of Hitman, the video game. Oh, right? yes, 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 yeah. yes. I can see that. It's, it's literally that scene, but like that type of scene where uh, he's just figuring you out. You kind of go left and then you go right and then you go left and go yes, right again. Yes. Like, I don't know. It's from that point when I saw that, I was oh, I, I see what they're doing here. It's just like, it's kind of just a funny way to portray a slasher, a killer as a real person. And just to see how... See him just figuring out like, what yeah, to do. Yeah, because you don't really see that from the killer's perspective, like real problems that they may face. Like, where do you keep all the bodies? Yep, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's another sequence similar to that about uh, uh, when you do find a body and then what... I don't know how do you describe it. I showed Audrey this. Oh. And then I won't say where is it if you guys will watch it, but it's just the way they stay in the scene of when someone's trying to... or about to discover uh, a body... Uh, I I was like, this is where this trope comes from because I've seen that trope or that scene before in other horror movies. You you actually see that like in parody films. Yeah, like a lot yeah, of a lot parody films do, do that it. So I'm thing, like, so. is this from this film? Because I this is like the early film I've ever seen this in. Now it's like, oh, this is kind of funny. They had this in here. Is it not a parody or? Oh, uh, now I'm whatnot. curious what it, I'm, I'm probably I'm gonna watch it, but I'm now curious what this this trope is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it's it's it's. I think it's worth the watch. I will continue watching. There are, I be, I believe, seven <laughs> films in this. Yo, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> so they they kind of like there's one, two, three, like the from the original one, and then they kind of like go off a little bit, and then they do a. Um, there's seven films. There's seven films, but they go off to another similar. It's the same massacre, like the the massacre films, but they call it Sorority House Massacre. So oh oh, so than, they 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 survived and they grew up. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Go to college. Uh, then like the remake came out last year, but uh, I didn't know this. They're they they are portraying high school students. They do not look like high oh no, students. these are thirty five year olds portraying <laughs> high school students. Even the guy, they like got kids the, already. Yeah, you know? they, maybe the only one. So there is a uh, a kid. Maybe she's 18, but she's portraying like a 13-year-old. And she's like the a kid that like, oh, gee, gosh, I wish I was in the slumber party type attitude. Like she has like a clip in her hair and yes. that tells you she's a child, like yes, the youngest yes, one. Yes. Uh, and the way she talks is very like, do oh, they do I like the to... baby talk type yes, of thing? Yes, yes. They, they oh. kind of do do that uh, a little bit. I mean, she has a sister in the film. So she's always complaining to the sister, why can I do this while you guys do this? Uh, but yeah, everyone else look older. So I didn't going in. I didn't know it was a high school. They, they're portraying high school students until later on. I read, oh, this is a high school. They I thought it was like, or school. Or they, they're getting school? out of co- uh, class. So oh, okay. So you're not even in the yeah. And then they're all a uh, the summer party because all a uh, a girls basketball team. So they're all oh athletic. Yes, yeah, athletic people. They're they're all. I don't know if they're like you know saying like oh they're they're all close friends and then. Mm-hmm. After school, they go out and hang out. And what was? Oh, it's Night Trap. That's the that's the thing. I was the video game. About. That's the video game. Yeah, that's the uh, yeah. What Sega CD game? Yeah. 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 FMV type style game. Yeah. Because it has it's basically the Summer Party Massacre, but video game form with vampires. <laughs> with vampires again. <laughs> yeah. Do you do, do you I, think the the right? slasher's weapon is a hindrance as opposed to other slashers? I think the drill is. I don't know if it's portraying like you know sexually like he wants oh to. that yeah <laughs> yes, yes. but does it have to be plugged in or is it i don't know so this like is where's weird. the cord this right huge this thing is huge and i don't know if it's battery operated but it's it's, it's that's a lot of batteries though right? yes yeah i mean because <laughs> you gotta drill into skulls or body parts i'm assuming yeah. right so i'm sorry i don't mean to cut you off but the image of him just drilling untaking it out putting it back in yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he already has the trouble of figuring out where to put the bodies, and then he has to figure out how to like charge this thing, get where you know you double D. I wish they showed that part. Like they showed him like uh, has a battery packs on his belt, like Batman. Oh, utility belt. Yes, yes. Oh. Uh, that was hardware. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, well that makes sense. He's uh, he's practical. maybe maybe in the sequels they'll do that. They like, just show him more and more. Uh, so I don't even know in the sequels this person comes back. Because any of this film, he's definitely dead. Definitely dead. So I don't know if they go to like Man. a um, more like, uh, what do you call it? Like not Halloween. Um, Supernatural. Uh, Supernatural. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the show, Supernatural. Yes, yeah. yeah. And two brothers <laughs> try to solve his case. Is there um, is there enough nudity in here? Too much nudity? No, there's for, not. For an 80s you think there will be, but film? it's only this one scene where like... Is the one that you showed me? Yeah, where just the guys crash the party and they're like looking through the window. Because I've had summer parties a lot in high school with, you know, but we never like blatantly got naked and like sat around naked. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. They don't do that here. They're changing. That's why. And they're getting to like their basketball jersey or. But like um, it's I find it strange when they in these types of films where they portray like women or girl, especially girl, young girls 
changing sort of thing. And yeah, we would change in front of each other. One one of our friends didn't because she uh, she felt uncomfortable. But they always show these girls of like never wearing bras. Oh, that's and true. like and when like they take off their... in high school and everything you it was you had like you always everybody was always like covered up and like well, scared of things. I'm assuming like that. is this person directed by a guy? Oh no, maybe it's not. It's a, is it a lady. Her name is Amy Holden. Jo- I, I'm assuming she. Yes, is she? Oh, it's even I did not know that by a woman too. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they did back in the 80s. <laughs> maybe we I wasn't. Yeah, maybe it was more free. I, I wonder if you, John, you're probably you're hitting on the. Like the the drill part probably represents something. Uh, there's That's probably like a yeah. whole, you know, college thesis about this movie somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. breaking down. One. Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, the kills here seen, are not. I, I've seen worse, but it's like at the time I could see people like, oh, this is very <laughs> bloody and gory. Mm-hmm. Have you watched the remake yet? Or no, that's no. why I'm leaning up to it. Like I, I, I want to watch these. Is that a the theatrical? Remake. The remake had a theatrical. Uh, it came out last year on Sci-Fi. I don't know Sci-fi. what you call it. <laughs> yeah, Sci-Fi sells so not even with a weird spelling. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Enjoy <laughs> it. Um, are all? So I, I was looking at the fo- uh, the poster. Are those 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 all those actors are in that movie though? Right. You know, I, like sometimes sure, 80 actually, movies. Well, yeah. Look at the poster too. I don't even yeah. know if any of them are in there. Like, okay. I don't remember any of them looking like this. That's they, what I'm saying. And, this, and that they're all like just like in their bras. Yes, like, they are not like this at all. Like the, the the bra part is only when they're changing, and they all are wearing like outfits, like suits or pajamas, pajamas more. Mm. I feel like 80s oh, 80s horror always had like that. Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm kind of curious about that. Bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's summer party. Summer party. That's summer party <laughs> massacre. <laughs> um, my summer parties. We were naked, and I was, was by yourself. Yeah, I was by myself, <laughs> and I was in the shower. Yeah, the okay. soap. <laughs> okay, that's not summer party, man. <laughs> oh, that's taking a shower. Yeah, yeah. Do summer parties every morning, so that's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. Do uh, you also played something, John? So yeah, I've played something that, I think that I mentioned you mentioned before in yeah. another podcast i did a video go check that out date night table for one where i play games by myself uh so i played marvel snap i'm uh all in it i haven't spent well i'm wrong i did spend money you did uh, uh, you know how often you tell the kids about that kind of stuff yes, like yeah. you don't do that don't, uh, don't do that i won't put my credit card on things i won't so buy a little kid there's money. a part of me where like if it's a free game i did do this too on free games every every free game i've done this if i spend yeah, uh, I, I if like I spend this or not play, spend if I play this much X hours and I'm enjoying it this much, I will spend this much money for it. Saying like, thank you, support. Yeah, yeah uh, I enjoyed it. I'll spend the money uh, on. You this. are on this a lot, though. Yes, uh, it's so the it's game. Like <laughs> yeah. Does he take long in the bathroom? Like, I uh, kind of too. Yeah. Well, he has the same problem as you. Yeah. I but have to tell the him, thing like, is, I, I, I'm done. Uh, you know, doing my business, and I'll get up <laughs> and stay in the bathroom and just play there. Like, just literally, just like, like you're just sitting on the, the sink. No, yeah, like sitting on the sink and just like playing the thing because the games are so quick. The games are probably less than three minutes. I would say. Uh, it's that instant gratification. Yes. So it's a game base. It's a card game. Uh, uh, you don't collect cards. You do collect cards, but you don't have uh, a way to collect, get the cards. The only way you can get the cards is if you level up. And, and by leveling up, there's so many currency in this game. I don't want to explain it all, but it, that's how you do it. You, you, you have this currency in there every time you have... Uh, 
play game, you get it. Then you can go level up and leveling up gets you a card. That's how it works throughout the game. So there's no way to actually like purchase card unless you buy like a battle pass. And that's what I did. Um, but is, is the snap and refer to reference to the Thanos? Thanos yes, when yes, he yes. like took everybody away. So yes, yes, yes. So is that what it is? I think so. And then I think too, like saying it's a snappy game. Like it's quick. Like you you just do it and that's it. And then uh, you go to the next round. There's a, the loop in here. I think for this game that's catching me is I'm enjoying just seeing like all the cards and all them. Do they do something. look nice. I like them. They're it's like oh this I can see why people like love Pokemon card or uh Digimon or not Digimon uh, Yu Gi Oh and all those games like just seeing the cards and just seeing them like they even though it's a digital game they're like they do the foil cover or the like it's all shiny and stuff like that so every time you level up a card you're not leveling up like the card itself you're not giving it more stats you're just leveling up to look better so when you play on the field uh people know like oh you've been playing this game for so long your card is shiny and stuff like that and that's all of you uh i believe i I don't have my phone on it uh it's 400 some past whoa okay (laughs) Uh, so you played 400 games no no my level is 400 i don't know how many games i played Mm. Um, but it's similar games. I've seen you play Audrey Candy Crush. Oh, me, me. Yeah, yeah. So you me? play C- Candy Crush, and then there's that similar thing where there's a level, right? Uh-huh. And then uh, when you scroll to the, like where it ends, oh, it yes. doesn't end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it just keeps on going. Similar here. But that so. makes me sad, and that makes like, well, I can't do that. Yes, yeah. I obviously can't get to the to the what is it the the, the peak of the mountain. Yep, so yeah. why go any farther? So, so but the, the thing, the loop here for me is just. Like I said, enjoying just to see all the games have this like synergy with each, or not games cards with the synergy with each other. So, uh, do they do they have synergy like if they're all like, all in the same like from the same show or same yeah, exactly? Show? So oh, like okay. so one of my favorite card is this. Uh, I think I explained this where it's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Uh, they're both together. They're like a pair in the comic books, oh. and they both one ability is to. What, how many cards is in your hand? So yeah, you, you, it's like I said, it's a card building game. And we play six rounds. Whoever wins the three locations, uh, best out of the three locations, wins the game, the uh, the whole game. So uh, one of the abilities for Luna is that she she'll double your hand. So whatever hand you have, she'll double it. That's the her points thing. on the card or cards no, the, in your like hand? how many cards you're in your hand. Oh, okay. so that's her whole ability. And when you have Devil Dinosaur. Uh, whatever card, how many cards in your hand, you times that by two points. So mm. say that you, you play uh, Luna before that, you have five cards, you play her, now you have 10 cards. Mm-hmm. And then one of those cards is the Devil Dinosaur, you put that down, uh, Devil Dinosaur is like one point, I'm just saying one point, you times that by the seven. Mm-hmm. So now it's seven points. So mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Like it, it plays off each other. And then you get to see that. You see, you get, they're all animated, as I, I like about it. And just seeing them, like, ad- they don't animate with each other, but just they animate uh, when you put it down. And then it'll animate against the opponent or with your hand. Like, they they do the whole, like, oh, the, like Cyclops. He has the beams. He'll beam his, <laughs> uh, his eye beams to the your opponent. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then they're... Uh, it, the, because the game has been out for more than a year, but it's been in beta more than it, or, uh, within this year, um, there are people there who are level. I've seen like uh, had cards that I I don't know how they're getting. <laughs> like it's uh, <laughs> insane. Like I encountered. You have to buy it, right? It's not how. No, they're not buying it. 
there there so there is like a way to buy money to upgrade your cards mm-hmm. and upgrading your cards gets you more cards so what does the snapping do so the snapping do <laughs> each, each, each round uh so the other part of this game it feels like you're playing uh you guys play like texas hold'em like poker yes yeah so you yeah. know you guys know like the betting part right you can like yeah. so the snapping is that there you can bet about three times uh you can go up to up to eight points the more snap you do um you get these, like I said, there's a lot of currency. Uh, you're basically betting with the snaps. So you can get to eight snaps. Those eight snaps is your is that level. like calling? Like when you call or something? Or uh, like you, you're, you're calling the bluff or you're saying you have good cards. So like if I snap the first time, it Why goes you tell to somebody two. you have good cards? Isn't that- no, no, that's bluffing. It's part of the bluff. You're not, I'm not oh. telling. You're bluffing. You can either bluff thinking that your opponent thinks you have good cards. I don't know how to gamble like this. So yes, yeah. Sure. You're, you're basically buff, bluffing or you think... You're playing, you know, the odds of, oh, in my hand, I have good cards, so I'll snap. So if I snap and I'm like, I'm bluffing and another person... They can quit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so they yeah, go, yeah. oh, they I can don't want oh. yeah. So if you quit, then you don't, you just... You get the two points. So you get the two points and that goes to your level and stuff like that. Oh. Yeah. How many... Um, and what do you do with the level? Uh, with the level, <laughs> you get cards and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but like, I... If you're a Marvel fan, I think it's fun. You don't have to spend money on this game. Um, right now, I'm like playing a deck that's just like chaos. Like I have one that's like Wanda will change the location uh, uh, of the area, and who else? Who is like it's just all chaotic cards. Like if I'm losing, I'll just <laughs> throw out like the weirdest card and see how that player will play against it. And then sometimes I win, sometimes I lose. Like I'm at the point where I don't really mind losing. I, I'm just fun. It's fun for me just to play certain cards I never played before. Um, I don't know if this is real, but I want to see if this card is real. I've, I, I, no, you don't know if the card Well, because real. I've heard on other podcasts, they've seen this card throw down. Uh, it's the Uncle Ben card. <laughs> Whoa. And who goes, you have great responsibility. No, no. Or... Like, so some cards, if you get destroyed, you earn more, like earn uh-huh. more points or whatnot. They say if this card gets destroyed, you earn more points. It's just kind of funny to me because Uncle Ben, you know, dies and stuff like that. Mm. So I wonder how, <laughs> if I see that card, if it will show up. And stuff. I'm just surprised they have characters like that, like Uncle Ben. I guess and they're, so, yeah. they're in my deck too, there are characters I've never heard of. Like, uh, <laughs> I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I was just like surprised. Like, oh. Who's this character? And it just makes me like uh, research it more just to see like what mm-hmm. this character does mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I see like in one game, I see I was winning. And then uh, the player on the uh, opponent's side had a Colossus card. And then Colossus card, you cannot destroy it. You can't do anything with it. It just stays there. So there are certain areas in the game that can get destroyed or enemies can destroy your card. And then I was like, oh, I'm winning. Then this, the last card he put is Galactus <laughs> card. And I've never seen this card before. I was like, okay, uh, what's happening here? And then when I saw it, when he put it down, it basically just destroys all locations and all cards. And the only one that was standing was his Colossus card. I was like, oh, okay. He Colossus won the or Galactic? Uh, Colossus. The oh, one, he, oh, he had the Colossus. Yeah, he has uh, a Colossus. Was- but he threw down the Galactic too. Uh, Galactus card, and it just so destroyed. he destroyed his own cards. Yes, too? but he had Colossus on the other side, so he won. 
Oh, so, so like by like just one point or something. Yes, like that. yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, okay. oh wow, that's a insane card. That's a, <laughs> like yeah, if you're, that's if you're losing and then you know you have Colossus, you play that card. I was like, oh, okay, I see that. <laughs> like that's a a really good card. I did not. I that was like the first time I encountered that, and I was like, oh wow, there's cards like this where you're like kind of like throwing the chessboard off the table <laughs> like i'm done put your, put your king on top. yes yes <laughs> yeah on top of or it. Yeah, well because wouldn't galactics be the king in a sense in that scenario? yeah but no. if, say like he did have Colossus a Colossus would. card uh-huh. he then, would have lost too right? no we all lost we would have a tie like there's no uh <laughs> oh you get it like yeah. it's like it's like so you have to pay it play it in tandem or something yes, it's not yes. good to just play it yes yes but he because he had that card and knew like oh yeah, he didn't care he was losing, but he had that card up in the last one. So yeah, and Joel, uh, you also played this too. Nah, I watched his uh, date night video, yeah. oh, okay. and uh, I was because I keep getting bombarded with ads for it. Uh, I was like, all right, I'll check it out, and then I watched it, and I was like, right, this is not for me. I'm mm-hmm. not a. I don't really do a lot of mobile games. Honestly, I have been playing the same WWE game since it came out. And I've gotten like the new like, Star Wars Lego uh, Skywalker Skywalker Saga, and it's just been collecting dust because I keep trying to wrestle for this one belt. So I'm not a good game <laughs> I guy. Respect that. Not... You're you're good. You're, you stick with it. Stick wait, wait. Uh, is this a mobile game for the uh, WWE or? Yeah, this is uh, my PS4. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that you you were playing the card game that uh, WWE. I, <laughs> I mean, everyone's probably got a card game. Yeah. And because it's Marvel, I was like, oh, I'm down for this. And just listening to the video, I was like, this is so much work. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, the other thing too, because it feels like a casino. Like, like the word, the little noises and stuff like that feels like a casino type vibe for me. That is like I'm when you know when you're in a casino, you're playing a slot machine mostly, and then you're just in this weird vibe and just you know pushing the thing. For here though, I'm not. Besides the 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 battle pass, I'm not. I don't feel like I'm wasting money. <laughs> you could say, mm, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a Marvel snap. Nice. And uh, you can download that in uh, any anything. It reminded me because um, in California we had this Proposition Twenty Seven about legalizing sports betting, and that could go through like mobile uh, services oh. too. And then uh, no one didn't want that, so <laughs> it's a good thing that when this game came out. And what if they added like something oh, slot in machine the game on your mechanics? Phone now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what if people wanted that and then now you just have uh little kids playing uh gambling uh machines yeah yeah. uh but yeah speaking of marvel this goes straight to our main discussion this week's main discussion is black panther wakanda forever we know what you whisper That is a clip from the trailer of Black Panther Wakanda Forever, directed and co-written by Ryan Coogler, starring a lot of folks. But I'm going to probably just mention these four folks because they were the main characters, I guess, in the in the Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, Letitia Wright, Angela Bassett, T. Notch, Notch Warta, 
and uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Ni Nyong'o. I used to know how to say that word, but I haven't said her last name so long that I forgot how to say it. Um, and on IMDb, this is the plot synopsis. The people of Wakanda fight to protect their home from inter- intervening world powers as they mourn the death of King T'Challa. I'm going to start with um, Joel. Uh, I know you're a huge Marvel fan, and I know you are a fan of the first movie. Uh, what's your thoughts about Wakanda Forever? Um, but we could we just don't... do initial thoughts, and we'll do right, cool. a, a spoilers later. Right, so uh, I can't wait to jump into spoiler territory. But <laughs> yeah. uh, this was... To me, after Chadwick Boseman died, I was like, I don't even know if you want to do this anymore. And I'm glad they did. This feels like this was a hard structural story to pull off because it feels like you could write this a million ways and all of them could be terrible. And I feel like we got a luck. We were lucky to get this project being as strong as it is. Um, I I enjoyed it fully. Um, it's. It's definitely a film that I'm like, I'm probably gonna have to see twice to get a full uh, thing here. But my thing is, enjoyed it. Strong, strong B, A minus. Um, can't wait. I'm just gonna, can't wait to jump into spoilers. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, how about you, Audrey? What's your thoughts? Um, I liked it. It was, it, it was kind of long. We took our... Um, our, our oldest son with us he likes to go to watch uh certain movies with us um actually i didn't i didn't ask him how he liked it if he if he enjoyed it that much i think he did but it is uh, one of the longest yeah uh, he, that was movies. the thing too he like yeah. he i had to hold his phone for him because he was wearing sweatpants so his phone kept falling out <laughs> sort of thing <laughs> and he's like can i see my phone i give it to him he's like oh and he, yeah that's all i right hear was like oh. i think uh, i was reading it's like the second longest behind uh endgame Mm, is it really yeah, yeah between uh, eternals and endgame yeah uh, it's two uh, hours yeah. and 41 minutes yeah. yeah yeah and like he said that he was like you know i feel like so a lot of the stuff could have been not cut out but like you know a lot of there's a lot of Condensed. walking and talking and then the fighting you know not as much fighting as maybe he he had hoped i guess um i liked it i felt it was very um female strong female forward which was uh nice to see um it was kind of like a story of like a woman trying to find uh, or discover or keep her own autonomy in like a very, you know, I don't know if it's male driven world in here, not necessarily in Wakanda, but I guess outside of Wakanda. Um, so I thought that was, I thought they, they, they balanced that pretty good. Um, I, I was kind of hoping that it was going to be more of like, um, not that the person turns like to a villain or it gets gets consumed by um the you know grief and emotion sort of thing and and letting the world burn kind of like how you see in like joker or like um those rogue galleries sort of things i thought it would be interesting if it was going to go into that sense but um i guess we had to bring it back to a a hero moral sort of thing um uh i guess i, I don't know if i want there to be another film i guess there's going to i guess that's what this whole the whole marvel stuff is about is to keep doing a a story or stringing along a story um but i thought it was a a good end cap to chadwick's um chadwick's reign i guess Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i thought that was cool i Um, agree yeah uh how about you john uh yeah i agree um 
the film felt like there was a lot of stuff <laughs> is happening. Um, and then I think like what Joel said, I think they did the best they can to get all that out and then find a good story in here. I can see, yeah, I can see this going really bad, like <laughs> in, a, uh, in a way where uh, I will be disappointed. But I think this is the best outcome. There, I have some problems with the film. Uh, it's same similar ones where I had with uh, Black Panther, the original one. But I enjoyed everyone who's in the film. I think yeah, it was a, a smart way of showing. I think my, my favorite part is actually showing like all of Wakanda and like the everywhere around or not, all the different locations and whatnot, and just to see the people in there and how uh, uh, when you're not not in war, but like in this like kind of peaceful area like peaceful time oh, and then, it's, it's, it's kind of depicted as like a utopian yes place, yeah right? yeah and just to see the other locations that they show in here in the, the marvel as oh this is nice like just to see other uh the, the broader world besides seeing like new york every time we see or san francisco or the west oh, you mean like in a marvel film yes in the marvel yeah. film uh i thought it was really nice and then yeah i i enjoyed everyone here um i uh i hope this is like the last story of this era of this uh, Black Panther. I I can't wait to see what else they'll do with the character. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to more. Yeah, I'm going to echo everyone's uh, thoughts really quick. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I think I probably love it more like sitting back. Like last night, I was like thinking about it more and then, I actually listened to this. There's like a companion podcast that Marvel uh, released a, a couple of weeks ago or a week ago. With um, it's like it's Marvel produced, and they have um, Talahisi Coates as the mm. as the um, uh, as the host, and he like interviews everyone who was part of the project, like from from um you know the director the actors uh, production nice. design costume uh music but the first episode it's it's only one episode but it concentrates on ryan coogler's and his feelings and I, I think i think when i left the theater i like i liked it as much as like you know i like i liked it as much as like a sequel can do like with anything then when i listened to podcasts i think i was like oh i think i love it more uh like listening to that i think because the how much like love and you know how much the the thoughtfulness that went in you know for making the movie uh but yeah overall i think everyone did like a great job uh depicting these characters and uh just going through something like that i think it's hard to describe this movie without that you know this the, there's a somberness uh, on top of it and then especially I don't want to say anything yet, but like uh, the first five minutes, like it kind of laid ground, like what we're, we have to like go into at the moment. Uh, but I, that's all I'm going to say right now, but uh, we'll just go to, go to uh, Spidey spoilers. Ah, I guess uh, Spider-Man's in this movie too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Joel, there's a lot to oh, uh, like oh. to talk about this movie because there's, oh, oh, yeah. there's things that were revealed. There are things that, that I thought were like awesome that they you did with the uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Namor, uh, Namor, uh, Namor, Namor, the like character. But what's your uh, what do you want to talk about? All right, so I'm going to say uh, don't make the mistake that I did uh, trying to buy tickets in Google Black Wakanda Forever because the first thing that popped up was starring Michael B. Jordan. And I went, 
What? Oh, wow. no. I didn't oh, even know wow. that. I did not even know that, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, because about a like, after, like, I think six months after, like, Bozeman had died, people were like, you got to bring back Killmonger. And I was like, this totally defeats the purpose of the first film if you do <laughs> yeah. that. So I was, like, very apprehensive. And then when he showed up in it, I was like, oh, this would have been a bigger impact if I didn't know he was there. Mm. Um, so I'll get that out of the way. Uh, which was a... Honestly, I'm on the fence because when she does take the herb and speak with her ancestors, I was like, you can't get... I was afraid either it was going to be a CG. uh, a CGI yeah. Bosman, um, and I was yep, like, oh, this here. is bad. Yeah. And then I was a little, like, con- not concerned, but I was like, shouldn't have her father shown up? Mm. I, isn't that actor still alive or whatever? But I was like, fine. And I get why you bring back Killmonger for that moment, but just the idea of like the internet telling me we got to bring back Killmonger to be this guy. I was like, okay, this is bad, but that's not my like beef. My beef with this movie is the ending. It is that if I don't know if that's the post credit scene. The or happy, not. Oh, Oh, with the, yeah, yeah. With the child. And I was like, please don't, please don't. I didn't like that either. I and didn't think did it was, that, and I was like, Oh, I get why you do it because yes. you don't want to recast the character, but you can't kill the character off. But this is the cheapest ending. Yeah, that I, I was like, "Ooh, is that but the also, only way they can keep the name T'Challa?" Yeah, yeah. that was going to keep the name. That I was like, I totally saw that either being like Kevin Feige going, "Here is your solution. You could do whatever you want." but we got to give you this. We have to have this ending there that I'm like, okay, that's fine. Which is sort of weird to me. Cause I, yeah, I wasn't really on board with the ending is that fact that we're going to multiverses that you could just probably find a solution there with like making fans happy, you know, quote unquote, recasting the character with another actor while, you know, <laughs> so now we have to wait till this kid grows up so yeah yeah, well, yeah, no, yeah. I have time travel though too so. i know but it's like <laughs> why can't why can't siri just take it on and stuff yeah that's what i was yeah. like if you're gonna give her the mantle give her the mantle like don't 100%, have this, yeah don't have this like somebody <laughs> waiting in the wings and that's the, like i'm gonna say this if that's my only complaint about this movie which is my only major complaint i i can't you know i can't be mad i i do have some <laughs> I, I will say this the other movies in the phase four thing and i've been practically trying to avoid having any discussion about like phase four the entire time phase four has been running like when people want to talk about it with me i just plug my ears and go ha, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> is that i know we have to bring in thunderbolts i know we have to bring in uh louis there's um, so much yet going yeah, on there's a lot yeah, going like, on. i know we have to do all this table setting which has been what ta- phase four has been and I see a lot of people upset that it's like, well, we don't know what's going to happen. I'm like, if you just watch Loki, that's what this was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to let that ride. Mm-hmm. Um, the the thing was, I'm like, okay, Namor is not going to die because he is a, he's a key aspect to the Avengers. He's a key aspect to Fantastic Four. He's not a guy that they're going to kill off, which was fine because I like the, I like the actor. I like the character, which is something rare for me because nine out of ten times I do not like Namor. Um, just ju- just in general, just in general from the comics, because I'm like, yeah, you're not my. I'm not a of my Fantastic Four villains. It's Doctor Doom until I die. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. uh, anybody who isn't Doom, I'm like, okay, cool. You're the B team. Uh, <laughs> that I think that's impressive to get me to like that like whole thing. But I'm just like, 
Yeah, do you bring in a, with the, in this day and age of Disney Plus, I'm like, so are we just getting the, like, Atlantis or whatever it's, whatever that city's called, are we getting that show? Or, and I know there's supposed to be a Black Panther spinoff for Disney Plus, so I'm like, all I could watch in the whole thing was like, wow, they set up this, is really great design, this whole thing is there in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah. so in six months we're getting this show, right? Like... And I'm not sure if that's a negative or whatever. Uh, I was just like the table setting was all I could think during the process of this. Like as this was going on, I was like, we're not getting all this unless they're going to fight here. Then we're getting a Disney plus series Mm. or they're setting the groundwork. And I mean, that's Marvel. That's Marvel's whole game is we're going to sell you one thing. And then we're going to sell you two other things at the end of it that, that I can't be mad about it, but the, I, I'm a part of me is like, I am mad. And the other part is like, because <laughs> I hate when you see the gears work. Yeah, that's, yes, that's exactly. Yeah. What's, that's, which, is, yeah. Which, which is weird because the knowing that they announced this stuff, like in during, uh, what do you call it? That Disney expo thing. D23. Like D23. They, they will announce the, you know, spinoffs for Black Panther. And then you got the, the you know, Ironheart. So, like a lot of it, like coming into this room, you're like, okay, we're just going to establish these characters, and then uh, in a very like, like I don't really, I don't even know who Riri Williams is. Like, yeah, yeah. So at the end of the show, she's from MIT, she's from Chicago. That's it. Like, that's but, all I know. But they did. The the, uh, you see, like, like they said, the gears are. You can see it turning because yeah. at the end of here, Riri is like stripped down from her costume, saying like, you can't bring that. So people yeah. who never watch Wakanda forever, when they see. Ironheart, maybe like, oh, let me see this. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, this is new character, and she's building like an Iron Man suit. She doesn't have it yet because they took it away from Wakanda. I think what bothers me all over again. What bothers me with the Riri character is that they're pulling the whole Stark Spider Man thing that we had in Civil War. Like mm. it's exactly yeah. beat by beats thing. But you take her out from you know her environment, you put her in this other environment that she has this now huge responsibility and all of a sudden you give them the suit it's like that that's like beat to beat how peter parker came into the 16 year old couldn't couldn't have handled it like this sort of yeah yeah. well that that but like it's just i think we had like so many years of backstory of peter parker we know that character but i feel like i want a little bit like i feel like riri should have just had its own disney plus i mean she will but it's like introducing the character in the movie feels weird to me (laughs) Because, well, I mean, I, I just started those comics and yeah. uh, I was there when, like, I was reading comics when she got introduced and that was a whole kerfuffle in itself. But in the back <laughs> of my mind was, so this is how we get to Armor Wars? That's all oh, see, I thought. Yeah, yeah, see, that's, yeah. that's also, yeah, that's, uh, I was thinking about that too afterwards. <laughs> it's like, it's a setup with another setup with another yeah. setup. And it's like, uh, I feel like uh, sometimes they should just, like, have not too many characters involved like it's cool that oh you know it's ironheart and so is like, this you know, like a filler movie then no, no i don't think it is no. i don't think it, it's just uh marvel has been doing this thing where they introduce a character in their film like they, they didn't really do that in the first like couple phases right like it's just one or two characters the they, ending, they all introduce like towards the ending yeah but it wouldn't take like it won't be a one of the minor characters in the no, whole no. film anymore yeah i mean um, like if you count Hawkeye and Black Widow, like yeah, those yeah. are like the ones they use. Yeah, but uh, Joel, did you have any other grievances? Uh, uh, <laughs> grievances. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Mall. Uh, see, is the weirdest thing is like I, I, 
I I don't want to be like this movie was great because I mean it was, but it, it's one of those things where I'm like my grievances are with the pro with the brand, yeah, yeah. and not the film because um, I can partly say even with the first one, it didn't do a lot of the now we have not like Age of Ultron where we're setting up four or five things and yeah, we're gonna yeah. let you know we're setting them up. This was just a thing where I was like you could kind of. All right, so like Namor's like, we got to kill the girl, we got to kill the scientist. So I was like, do you? Do yeah. you have to? Like, or <laughs> at some point, I was like, so y'all just want to team up and just like unite as allies? Nah, we're gonna fight. And I'm like, I hate this about Marvel stuff, like, because I've been reading these comics since I was a kid. That I know. All right, so bat, so uh, Spider Man and Daredevil are gonna fight, and then they're gonna team up. So I'm like. Cool, Wakanda and because uh, I, I keep wanting to say Atlantis are going to team up, and that's what like Namor was getting at at the end. He was like, "Look, because uh, that his uh, that woman came up to him and it's like, why didn't you like? Why aren't we fighting them?" He's like, "They're going to need us like, at some point. All the other countries are going to attack Wakanda, and Wakanda's going to we're going to team up." And I'm like, "Yeah, this is how this works." And- yeah, I could I couldn't tell if that was a, if he was being sincere or if he was having evil intention. I think. Evil he is like an anti-hero. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was, I, couldn't, so. I, I couldn't feel it though. It was very yeah. like, oh, I guess. Especially I mean, he, he that, drew the little painting. Bag is yeah. Just yeah. Like what you can do for me, yep, and not what I can do for you. Mm. <laughs> um, so the one thing I have a minor gripe on is similar to the first one. Is I know everyone complains about this. Is the CGI, uh, especially <laughs> oh, it's better this time. <laughs> yeah, it's better. But then that last fight with Namor and uh, Suri. There's a scene in there. I can hear like the groans too in the theater where she's fighting him. And it's more starking now. It's not like the last one where it's like Black Panther versus Black Panther. This one has like a human being. (laughs) And then you see the suit of Suri like moving. And there's like parts there like either the frame rate or whatever the rendering of that character was not like processing Namor's character. Namor's you're talking about, right? No, no, no. I'm talking about Siri. Siri. Black Panther suit. There's a scene there where like she, she got like Namor down and then uh, when she's moving felt like very unreal. Like it felt, that like that, See, like that unreal that, that engine. Scene, that <laughs> yeah. scene makes me think that they had to add that on after they didn't film it, and somebody said, "Well, you need to you need to show this part. You need to show her struggling or something." Oh, get up. Uh, so uh, we're not filming anymore, so we'll just do it in post, post yeah. and stuff like that. I would say like that's like like a minor gripe though for me. Oh, well, she did have that like. She got COVID or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe yeah, it was a problem. Well, I was going to say there is a weird, um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, uh, irony to her story in Wasn't the film. Wasn't she going to take COVID? Wasn't somebody? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the yeah. story from the anti-vax. film. Yeah, anti-vax. Yeah, the, the, the irony, that's it. Where in the story of the film, she's trying to find this, uh, cure. Re- you know, a cure. And then, you know, she's for science and then in real mm. life. I don't really want to talk about this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like a total opposite. So uh, interesting. So I would like, say oh, this. I got what you deserved. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I was going to say this in the podcast, which is interesting, is Ryan Cooler always said, like, Neymar was always going to be the villain in the in the movie. Uh, they even had a script right to the point the week before Chadwick died that he was go- he was reading it, like actively going to read it. Uh, Chadwick was? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it was 2020, uh, somewhere in 2020, like early 2020. 
so I think he died early 2020 or whatever that when he died. The, P, the beginning of COVID. That's where he died. Because yeah. that was like the uh, the pandemic. So it's 2020. I so think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, August 28th, uh, he, he died. So uh, in the podcast, he mentioned uh, a week before that that's when the script was actually finished. And he was like giving it to uh, Kevin Feige. Is his name Kevin Feige? Right. Yeah. yeah. Feige. I think and, you always uh, ask that with- question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know who I'm always confusing him with is Paul Feig. Feig. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> just in general. Yeah, just in general. Two white guys with glasses who are producing stuff. Kevin has glasses, though. He has a hat. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah, he has a hat. He has an accessory. He has a face accessory. Yeah, Yeah. face accessory. And Feig has a suit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. He wears a suit all the time. Um, but yeah, that's that's that was interesting. And the what then he revealed after his passings that they had to rewrite the whole script. Basically, uh, there's there's parts of it in here he said, but technically you they had to re uh, it's like all different reconstruct like totally different. everything and uh, mm-hmm. work backwards and what to take out and everything. And I was like, oh, that's that's like the hardest task because <laughs> they were I think they were shooting to film it like. Uh, end of uh, or beginning of 2021 or something like that. I forgot what he said, but every, you know, the uh, then the COVID happened, it got worse, and then they had to push everything back. So it was like the hardest thing uh, Ryan Cooler said he's done uh, when it comes to filmmaking. And uh, he even says, like, a lot of people, you know, talked about how he like gives him a lot of pro- like a lot of people give him props when it comes to this film but he he generally wants to give like all the congratulations to his like production team because they said like it was like struggling to like film stuff was hard like scenes that where you had to like you know this would, would have been Chadwick's scene like they, that was like tough for them uh to shoot sometimes and i was like oh wow <laughs> i can't imagine how that shoot the shooting process was like do- during this movie well, i think that's uh, the, like the movie is mirroring that too like yeah. everybody's grieving and having to move on right yeah how the first guys, yeah, yeah, yeah we, we could that. talk about like the first five minutes of that was like yeah. really tough but then it's also like you got this like we are all collectively are trying to like grieve together and also like trying to find closure in this too, like uh, at the same time. And sometimes, like they said, they're, they're in the movie, like they're not dead. Like they like live with us still. And I think like, like you said, they married that with the, you know, uh, Namor's character and our kids. So I, I think they did a really good job doing all that and trying to find a way for all of us, like collectively uh, grieving and uh, trying to like take this all in. Um, how did you guys feel about how they handle all that with, Bozeman. I think like uh, Joel said, like I think there's no, there, like I don't think there's a, I can't think of a better way to do it because yeah. it is a tough thing to do. Uh, it kind of like give tribute to him throughout the whole film too. Yeah, like yeah. just that beginning scene is is that towards the ending a little bit too when Shuri was like remembering. Uh, when what was that scene? I forgot. She, was, she like, was burning the funeral down. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The montage of her, but also like it's kind of. Ben, you were saying to like mirroring real life. The thing he died is something like she was trying to find a cure for, yeah, like a, a disease they they couldn't figure out how to find a cure for. So I was like, oh wow, they're even mirroring the best, even the best can't. Yes, it's like oh, they're also mirroring the real life death of him dying from cancer. So I was like, oh wow, there I did I didn't expect that too. I was like, I was kind of afraid going into the film, like oh he was in a battle and then he got hurt or something like that, and then they'll off screen like you know talk about it but they did it like in a more realistic way like heroes die 
from you know diseases too like no no one's uh is immune to that so yeah. oh, that's, uh comforting knowing that yeah it's gonna sound weird but it reminded me of terminator 3 there's that scene well in... what an interesting film I know. <laughs> i'm gonna go on this path and it, hopefully it works um in terminator 3 when they find out that sarah connor's dead and you're like oh did she they don't they say uh that she died of cancer because the only thing that could kill her that she was so strong was herself was cancer oh, okay then i was like okay i'll buy that like i bought into that the only thing that could stop black panther was black panther yeah like, mm-hmm. also you have the like the heart shaped thing that they could take and he could be revived so i was like okay it's cool i can buy that it just felt a bit weird and it will go away as time goes on that oh here's this real life thing that's brought in as for art um but I know if I watch this in 10 years, it will not be as like as fresh that mm. I'm like, cool, you could do that um, in the same way. At least that's how I like I've seen some people have some serious opinions about it. And I've been like, all right, I, I can buy the character is only as, you know, you're going to cancer kill. You know, yeah. You can't outrun cancer. So mm. uh, I, I could completely buy that. Yeah. Same do you theory. think in the future films tv show that other avengers will reference this like not reference but like pay their tribute to black panther like i know in wakanda easter egg form i think yeah because if and you know it's not it can't be like the comics you can't get all the actors do a part one by one but it felt like oh i wanted to see like how like falcon or the, the current captain america if there's like a message or whatnot like i was not surprised i wasn't expecting it but i was like oh will they show like the thing when someone passes where you give flowers or like give a uh, 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 to them or whatnot like they got like messages from all the avengers or whatnot but they, they don't really show that and i understand why they, why not but i wonder if they'll sprinkle that in later like when they see suri when you know when oh i like, say like condolence yes, to yes, the yes, that, yes. Yeah. or they're just going i non- feel like they're going to do some easter eggs here and there like um uh sprinkled throughout the phases and whatnot mm-hmm. um i would say what is the timeline of these movies so uh, <laughs> like actual year no in the sense so, of all right so he's in he's his only his all right his only interaction was with, with captain america and iron man I mean, yep, yeah and those iron man's dead captain america is uh well old man both yeah. versions of captain america he's had interactions with and the winter soldier and okay now that i'm starting to list off a lot of the avengers so this could work <laughs> yeah i was like wait a minute hold on hold on because i was just like wait when did the when did they meet because this whole timeline is a little war i think yeah yeah. It's it's literally it's still after the snap this movie right it's like yes 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 yeah that's, yeah because they said that Blip, when I guess you could uh, say you know when uh, T'Challa disappeared uh, what's her name disappeared to not disappeared like when she he left Wakanda. yeah she left Wakanda when he got snapped when uh, for those five years yeah yeah so the, when the, did they have a baby like like she was pregnant when he snapped I or like was a long time I'm kind of confused about all that stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah that matters not before matter. right yeah. It has to be before because the kid is a little bit older. But the time-wide lines, too, of Marvel is so messed up because it does a five-year jump. five-year snap, yeah. And then, yeah, five-year afterwards. And then all the movies are like, this one portrays one year later. I was like, (laughs) one year of what? (laughs) What year are we actually Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's like, don't forget what Spider-Man No Way Home. No, No Way Home. Uh, 
Homecoming, yeah. where they said it was like eight years after whatever, and the like, yeah. timeline was wrong. <laughs> Uh, there's one thing I want to bring up that I really, really love and appreciate is uh, Neymar and like the the how they take the Mayan culture and the Mesoamerican culture and use. I'm assuming that's not Neymar's; it's Atlantis, right? Like, yeah, it's it's like Atlantis, their whole, yeah. but like trying to fuse both those in. And I, I was reading that they don't use Atlantis because of Aquaman, and they don't want to, you know. Uh, get people confused in the marketplace properties yeah and then i'm like in my mind i'm like well these blue people uh, avatar like i don't know (laughs) people would get more confused the the trailer of avatar literally was like the trailer before this movie we we had little mermaid and avatar right before okay yeah interesting i was like oh all this water theme i get i get you disney what you're doing here (laughs) Mm -hmm. did you guys get uh ant-man 3 yes we we did yeah, yeah yeah we got that but I really love the backstory of Namor in this one, and especially how it aligns with like the literally like the opposite of Wakanda in a sense of because they were colonized, like his people were colonized, versus like Wakanda where they 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 weren't colonized. And that but they means, escaped it though by going yeah they water. escaped it yeah yeah. But, yeah. but like when they referenced because I went with friends mm-hmm. who are uh, Mexican and indigenous to Mayan to culture too. So they like really appreciate, appreciate this. And like when they said like his name, Neymar is like a, uh, no, I'm, I'm assuming that's not the comics where a Neymar derives from, uh, no love and whatnot, uh, in, in this movie. Right. Like, I think it's a happenstance, a happy, a happy happenstance. They can yes. Do. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, I really like that. Uh, but yeah, I loved all the actors, uh, in the Tolokan, uh, um, uh, uh, world, um, and I like. I appreciate like they have a similar hand gesture to um, oh the shark jaw or whatever the shark jaw yeah the shark jaw. Uh, I think it's no, it was yeah. Power Rangers. They were morphin time. Oh, Power yeah, Rangers. Morphin time. Or uh, if you're a Dragon Ball a fan, they're yeah. doing the Kama <laughs> Kama something. Whatever guy. <laughs> but I really like that world building. I think that's one of the things I appreciate is that they. When Marvel world builds something, especially from scratch, I really appreciate like, what they were doing. Like every, like they were like when they were underwater. I was like, oh, this is Ica. I want to see this movie, like uh, Neymar's movie. <laughs> the underwater hair play. Do you do you think they did it better than they did in Aquaman? I hated the water. I hated the hair underwater in Aquaman. I, I love this their yeah. version. Like it yeah. looks real. I mean. They did go as most of the scenes. They said they did dive under a pool of water and shoot some of this, and um, so I, you could tell in majority of the scenes that they were like, you know, underwater. That but it's been hard to light. <laughs> that was it. I think that's so too. Um, the, another thing I really am interested, in, and then I think you, especially Joe, will have a, an opinion. Uh, they said the word "mutant" in here. Oh, and, uh, yes. yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, they said it in a very nonchalant, like, yeah. you know, yeah, but like, like everybody knows it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. serious, like, you're what? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, are there more mutants? Uh, you guys probably are extraordinary. In but this like, world. Yeah. Even like, <laughs> Angela Bassett even said, like, uh, paraphrasing, or I, someone's telling her, I think, saying, like, yeah, the person has wings on their finger, how, like, or feet. It's like, how? It's like, and then they're, they're trying, they're kind of puzzled too, because that's like a, odd thing like you see wings on your feet I don't know. yeah that, yeah it's yeah. weird i mean they saw a human tree so i don't know why they're yeah i was gonna say like <laughs> talking about you, oh, i forget so yeah men with wings on their feet oh that's that's unusual <laughs> i forget yeah, yeah he's I a very toned down his little ears and yeah. like yeah. you know 
<laughs> he has hawk ears and then he has like cupid feet basically. yeah <laughs> i mean I it's like those, those things are attached to him when suri cuts one of them off i said like, oh yeah those are not <laughs> that hurts <laughs> yeah, that hurts. that's yeah. not a uh they're uh, really like cute a, it's yeah, like yeah. The, the real Nike sign. You can see yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else you guys want to uh, spoil, talk about really quick? Uh, so it's funny how they introduce. I'm assuming this is the first time in the MCU movies, right? They show Val. No, did they show her in the last one? I forget. Uh, yes, in Black in movie? Uh, Black Widow, Black Widow movie. Yeah, she, was oh, okay, Widow. Never she mind, comes never uh, with uh, what's her name, Florence's. Okay, uh, okay, yeah. It just uh, they don't really explain her still. Like if you're not watching the TV shows, like oh, like you know, just people who watch the movies. She's like this background character, and you're trying to figure like why is she here? <laughs> like I know it's for like I'm assuming the Thunderbolts uh, series, but yeah, uh, I for one too. I forgot she's part of the CIA. I thought she was part of like another secret organization within the government. I was like, oh no, she's CIA. And then like we found out she's married to Ross, <laughs> so oh, ex- uh, Agent ex- Ross. Ex- yeah, yeah. 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 Um I'm gonna say this it's weird to have Ross's character because without Black Panther. Like Oh are they like uh tied in Yeah, uh, yeah in the yeah. comics, it is literally he's the character to get white audiences in to Black Panther. Yeah. That he is the he's doing what he's doing. What he did in the movie is basically what he would do in the comics from the ones I've read. But I was just like, oh, the person you're supposed to play off of isn't really there. And I like that actor. So I was like, great. Good to see him. You know, whatnot. Get that paycheck because I'm not watching some of the shows you're on. Um, but <laughs> uh, I like how I just buried whatever that FX show is. Um, <laughs> but it, I was just like, you could cut this whole out. Like this whole thing really doesn't need to be there. And if we're yeah, in for time, I, it's not a complaint. It's just, it feels weird. He, he does not really do anything besides a plot with Riri. That's it. Like he's in the plot, just helping uh, Angela Bassett's character. Just like the Intel. That's it. <laughs> the whole throughout Can the, we- can we talk about how great that performance is? Oh, yeah. yeah. She has the best performance yeah. in the whole yeah. film. <laughs> that whole speech about, like, you know, my family died under, yeah. your, under your protection. I was like, that was point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I totally like, agree. <laughs> and then when she died, I think that what that's why it hit hard. That came out of nowhere for me. Like, I yeah. didn't realize yeah. just yeah. She, that character is going to die in this movie. And I'm like, oh, no, this is too many griefs. Like, why? Uh, like, you know... Even though it's like a, a fictional character that dies this time, but it's yeah. See it's that, that that's what I was hoping that it would lead to Suri being more consumed by her grief and evil. Like I was, I was. Hoping, oh, you wanted her to. I be wanted the it to be like like a Maleficent sort of thing, but I guess like you know she has to be good. Yeah, she's a hero. I, sort of thing. I think the the whole thing on the beach of her realizing that like yeah, well, this we could fight this fight forever. Uh, I, I was like, all right, that's fine. That works for me. Like she had her moment of like rage and um, you know, like trying to get some sort of like revenge. Um, and that worked. I mean, this is a 42 hour and 41. <laughs> yeah, we got we got a lot to get through, a lot of things we got to get through, and we got to gotta, gotta, gotta wrap up. But I was like, I'm fine with that. Um, I don't. No, I don't. If there is a Black Panther three, I don't want that. I don't know what I want for three, but we're done here. I want all. I need all the effects of Killmonger and his reign 
in the post of that to be over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that story dies with her. You know, you don't see him in uh, one of the multiverses. So yep. he's a black Panther, <laughs> one of those multiverses. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He will be black Panther, one of those multiverses. So. I mean, you, I thought he was interesting in uh what if, Oh yeah. I was like, I, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, I don't need to see, I don't need to see Killmonger again. Yeah, I don't need to see Kim. I'm like, I, <laughs> yeah. I got Creed three, one through three to watch. Versus the regular uh, third one too. No, but yeah. he's bursting, What's his name? Uh, uh, oh, Kang, Kang the yeah, Kang. Kang. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, that's. I think that's it for uh, our discussion with Blank. I think we highly recommend it. I, I think going to the big screen is like the best way to watch. But if you can't, uh, it's going to be in Disney Plus probably in a couple of months from now. It's like 45 um, days or yeah, 45. I think, yeah, I think that's their time. Uh, but yeah, I highly recommend that's Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, before we leave, uh, John and Audrey, where can they find you online? Uh, you can find us on datenightplays.com. Uh, we play games while the kids are asleep, and I think we're playing. Oh, we're gonna play this one game called Neat the a Dating, a Neat Girl Date Night. Yeah, girl date night. I think because it had the word date night, you're like, oh, we could do this one. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a visual novel, but uh, go check that out. Um, how about you, Joel? Where they can find um, you? You can find me on my, I couldn't tell you the last time I updated website, milliondollarzine.com. <laughs> um, I've been through a lot, so um, it may be a minute before I update it. That's totally fine. I say, do you still have uh, some of the designs like that you purchase? Yeah, um, it is. Uh, I've got a stack of the last issue. Uh, thanks to COVID and uh, a couple Zine Fest is not coming back this past year. Uh, I, if you need, if you want to get issue three, I got stacks. Highly recommended. <laughs> and one and two are there. Uh, I am hoping to. I, I'm hoping to have four out this time next year. Uh, or just sometime next year, but every time I've said that, something has happened. So, oh, no. <laughs> hopefully, you get it out. Yeah. Um, well, I, so we have the freaking awesome list. Do you want to add to the freaking ops? I don't think you've actually on this one because uh, we didn't start it when uh, uh, you were on last time, which was January. <laughs> uh, uh, I have, I feel like, uh, kind of give me a minute. Come, I'll come back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on the internet at uh, Twitter and Instagram at Benjamin Abaya. This week's, I actually, this Friday, I will have a real impact episode. Cool. Uh, I am interviewing, not interview, I, mean, I have a guest. He's an actor, uh, Archelius B. Cristano. Oh, Cristanto. Uh, if you know him, we talked about the movie he was in in VHS 99. He was oh. in Hell and Back. He was Nate from Hell and Back. I reached out to him because I loved his performance. It's a very fun, comedic uh, horror performance. Uh, reminds I think we said it reminds us of like, uh, Evil Dead in a sense. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I reached out to him. He agreed. And we are talking about Ghostbusters, uh, which kind of ties in with his... Which you know, one? No, yeah. <laughs> the Paul, the Good Kevin one. Feige. No, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, it's... Uh, 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 what's his name? Um why? Why is his, his name blank on me? Uh, Red, 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 Evan, Evan, Evan. <laughs> why is that Brad, name? Brad, John, uh, Jeffrey. The the director of um, uh, Ivan, Ivan, Ivan Reitman. Ivan. Yeah, I keep on thinking it's Evan. That's why. 
but yeah, please. Um, I'm gonna release like a 15 minute snippet of the of the episode probably on on Friday. But if you want to listen to the full episode, it's uh it's our second tier, which is a three dollar a month uh, or above um, a month uh, tier to be a patron. And speaking of patron, <laughs> go uh, please visit the freaking awesome.com. You can become a patron for no less than a dollar. Um, this helps us offset the cost of the website and podcasts, but you can't do any of that. Please support, listen, subscribe, rate, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TFA Now on our YouTube, The Freaking Awesome. That's also, you could catch us on the TikTok at The Freaking Awesome. If you want to email us at contacts at thefreakingawesome.com. Thank you to CRSA Chow for producing, John for editing and creating all the cool videos in social media. Uh, for social media and uh thank you for the listeners uh joel have you decided what be your yeah um uh conf- confess fletch the john Hamm oh movie. okay i'm actually yeah. looking forward to uh, com- com- uh watch that it's great i've seen it twice i've made oh, wow, my okay. it. i bought it off of amazon prime oh, okay. <laughs> and i'll buy the hard copy are you are you a fan of fletch before um so my mom hates chevy chase so (laughs) i came into this like no clue and just loved it because i it had roy lee jr in the trailers and it was he was hilarious he's hilarious in the film and it's a one of those uh mysteries where i'm like oh cool it's a humor it's also a whodunit and john ham when he does humor i'm there so I, I was like, you're going to get this $25. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Take my money, right? <laughs> cool. That's uh, Confess Fletch, which will be on our freaking awesome list, which rounds up about 13 stuff. So we have a, we have a, probably several more spots that we could. We don't uh, got much time. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that much time. We could, we could have an episode where we just discuss all the things we could put in there. That might, um, that might be easier. <laughs> Yeah. So thank you again for the listeners. I'm Benjamin Abaya. I'm John Abaya. I'm Audrey Abaya. I'm Joel Barber. And this has been the freaking awesome. <laughs>